Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It is time to get you ready for the NFL Combine. Yes, the future stars, the NFL getting set to go through. I mean, I mean, Hans, you know what this process is like, yeah. getting ready for the draft. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not fun for these guys. Oh, these guys are in a world of hell right now. Yeah. Yeah. Damian Parson, kind enough to join us, National Scout for the Draft Network. Uh, Damian, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Very good. We're doing well. We're doing well. So a lot to break down. You're also part of David Locke's uh, Locked on the NFL Draft Network as well. David's a good friend of ours. So let's talk about the combine. Who are, before we really circle in on some of the guys locally here with Utah and BYU, who are some of the guys that you're looking forward to that can really improve their stock coming up in these in these next couple weeks? Um, Washington wide receiver Jalen McMillan. Um, you know, everybody knows about Roma Dunze, Michael Penix Jr., even their tackle, Troy uh, Faltanu. But with Jalen McMillan, man, plays a lot in the slot. But I, on the podcast, you know, talk with my co-host, I compare them to Jacoby Myers, who played for the Patriots, who now is with the Raiders. But he's like a juiced-up version. He has speed. And I think he's a guy that I'm looking to really keep my eye on for the 40-yard dash, the type of time he runs. Because on tape, like, if you don't get your hands on and you give him free releases, he can gear up and gear up quickly. And he's a very uh, nuanced route runner and separator as well. Really love his game. So I think that's one guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, hopefully, of course, the, the you know, some people call them the prima donnas. Not the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, the big money guys, right? Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels. J.J. McCarthy, the big X factor for the quarterback situation. I just want to see which one, like, which one of those guys actually does whatever on the field. Like, do everything on the field, throw. Remember 2023, we saw Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud, a very competitive throwing session during the quarterback drills. I want to see that again. I want to see these top guys go out there and just accept the competition. Jaden Daniels, Drake May. Spencer Rattle, all these guys. So I want to see who actually tests and who gets onto the field and puts that work in and gives us a show because that's why everybody's really going to be there. It feels like this draft is going to be front-loaded with offensive line talent and edge talent. Is that kind of the position group that you feel like will have the, the most depth in it through this draft? No. Looks like we may have lost Damien. We'll try to get him back here in just a moment, chat with him about what we're working on and uh, what, what we're looking towards in the NFL draft. We either lost him or lost ourselves. I think we've lost him. I think. Lloyd, let us know if we're still on the air. There he is. All right. He's back. Uh, were you able to hear my question? Yeah, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I heard your question. So offensive tackle, offensive line, um, Edge is a good group. It's not like it's very like people felt like it was top heavy with like Dallas Turner from Alabama, Jared Verse from Florida State, and of course uh, Latu Latu, Latu Latu from UCLA. But you have guys like Gabriel Murphy, who's the teammate to Latu at UCLA. You have Jonah Ellis, who you know from Utah, who I recently watched and, and, and found his game and really liked what I saw from him. It's a it's a good group of edge rush guys, but I think the deep one, some deepest positions. Wide receiver and uh, corner. Corner is kind of slept on in terms of how deep that group is, but you're going to have a 
litany of talent from different, you know, point of views, whether you're needing an outside guy, an island guy, you need a cover three guy, a nickel. Like you have you have versatile guys that can play some safety. You can do a lot of different things with this corner group. But I think wide receiver may be the deepest along with tackle. Then wide receiver can go about six rounds deep and you can find yourself a, a impact player. So it wouldn't be an NFL draft if we weren't talking about quarterbacks, and I think everybody's fired up about Caleb Williams and what he can do at the next mm-hmm. level. But then you've got Drake May, you've got Penix, you've got all these other guys. Kind of give me how you sort out your top four, your top five quarterbacks uh, coming out in this draft. So my top five um, right now is Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, J.J. McCarthy and then Michael Penix um, from Washington. And for me, um, I know that's a, you know, it's a little shakeup for a lot of people. Um, I'm a, I'm, I like a lot of these guys. And, of course, number one, Caleb stays you know where he is. He has the arguably the highest ceiling in terms of his improvisational skills, athleticism, arm talent. But, man, watching Jaden Daniels, and, and I know – that the running ability is, is what people really applaud him for, that that elite burst and speed. Um, you know, on the Lockdown NFL Draft podcast, you know, we comped him in terms of his running ability, his ability to gear up and change uh, change speeds is very similar to Lamar Jackson. I have not watched a quarterback um, outside of maybe Anthony Richardson, <laughs> uh, but he was a different body type at 6'4", 250, that could gear up and hit 4'4 with ease. When I look at Jaden Jaden Daniels, I see a guy that can absolutely like legitimately supercharge himself, and that acceleration, like from the pocket through the teeth of the defense, watching him outrun Bama defenders, Florida defense, like SEC defenders, guys who are going to test out of this world, and watching just outrun these guys 60, 70 yards, just at like a track, almost like a sprinter on track. You know what I mean? For the 100-meter dash, and he, he has that form and everything. Uh, but he can throw from the pocket. He can throw well. Being able to step up and climb in the pocket, but also be patient, trust his protection, come off of the front side read and work himself back to his progression, back across the middle of the field to that backside dig or the backside post, different things like that. I know that people talk similar. It's, it's, I think it's going to be a similar discussion like how we had, you know, as a draft community about C.J. Stroud. was like, all right, well, how good is he really as a passer? He had Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka, Buka, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. But it's like, man, when you watch the, the quarterback throw, Jade Daines was arguably the best deep thrower in this class this year. The ball placement, the accuracy, the touch, uh, through one of the most catchable passes. And a guy that can really stretch the field, the slot fade to Malik Neighbors. Him and Malik Neighbors had that, that just a special connection. And he just knows how he knew how to throw guys, throw guys open as well. So that's why he ended up leapfrogging uh, Drake May for uh, QB2. But Drake May, a uh, really good, talented kid. I think that he has uh, the chance to be a franchise player. He's got some mechanical things, I think, with his lower body that he needs to work on uh, with his footwork and whatnot because he's got some inconsistency when it comes out to his ball placement and accuracy. But arm talent is out of this world. He's really athletic. Four six four kid, um, and, and he knows how to make plays with his legs. Similar to, and we see with some of these quarterbacks, you know, you think about he's not going to be the Lamar Jackson, but can you do something similar to Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills? Not the power stuff, but just being able to be that caliber of athlete. And I think he can be, or he is that caliber of athlete. And he's nimble footed too, because he can make some people miss uh, with a little dead leg, a little two step in the in the, in the open field. 
he's got to protect himself. He takes a big hit. Same thing with Jaden. In the NFL, I don't want you taking those hits. You know, I'm going to be paying you $45, 55000000 per year after your rookie deal. I want you to stay healthy. And uh, J.J. McCarthy is the, what I like to call the enigma. He's the X factor. A lot of people are split on this young man because, you know, playing at Michigan, it's heavy run game, heavy Blake Corum. Let's be physical, right? The Penn State game didn't throw a pass in the second half, but it's like when I watched the tape, I looked for those true drop-back sets. And when they gave him true drop-back sets and let him play quarterback, you see when you see him get into a rhythm, you see the arm talent. He is a legitimate NFL arm, the cliche of making every throw. J.J. McCarthy can do that, guys. So, like, you know, I was really impressed watching him there. He's got accuracy. He has touch at times. He's still kind of he's – he's got to learn how to become that multi-speed pitcher and not just give me the fastball. Don't just give me the heat seeker. Can I get a, a slider, a changeup, a curve every once in a while? And I think as he continues to work on that and add that to his game, you're going to see the elevation with him. It's more so, hey, you're gonna, it's going to take a little bit. Let him play. Deal with the ups and downs early on, but if you do that, you're going to be happy with what you can develop because this young man has all the tools and traits. And, of course, Michael Penix Jr., a lefty, you know, he's still got some athleticism despite the two torn ACLs. Next week's going to be big for him, though, guys, um, to, to get the medicals and make sure that, you know, there's no, nothing long-term that would hinder him from having a second or even third contract or, you know, hinder a team from being, from being comfortable to give him a second or third contract. But accuracy, arm talent, um, tested, right? You know, being able to make it to the national championship game. The main thing people, you know, we talk about with him is that how does he handle and negotiate pressure? Uh, he's more of a kind of a, he's more of a pocket passer, but he has a, enough athleticism to get you a first and, you know, off a second and five, second and seven. He can get you those things. He's not going to do what Drake made, Caleb Williams, and, and Jaden Daniels, or even J.J. McCarthy can do. But those are my top five QBs right now. How did you think last year's draft worked out for Indy when they took their shot with Anthony Richardson at number four? I, I loved it. Um, you know, I, I love the pick because when you look at 6'4", 250, and, you know, coming into the – before he ran, I was told that he had already clocked in at four three eight. And if he ran anything close to four or five, he was running a second time because he knows how fast he was. But I just remember watching him from 2021 into 2022. I remember watching him that, that summer, and I was like, okay, there's a lot here to work with. And um, so then, you know, of course, just watching him, how he went through the season and not being on a uh, – sometimes people look at it as a negative, but being on a team that's not loaded with talent is kind of a positive because you get to see them in the worst of – environments when the offensive line shaky and the receivers aren't great uh you don't have those five-star elite caliber guys how can you make things happen and he knew how to put a team on his back talk there's offensive lineman uh, osiris torrance who's with the buffalo bills and he just told me he said man like this young man put us on his back after the first couple games of the season um and you know because remember they beat utah week one and then they struggled a couple games after that he said, well, going into the Tennessee game, that's when he started to put us on his back, and he's, he has not reached his, his peak yet. He's like, this is a, a kid that can really become one of the best we've ever seen because he's just that physically gifted, and he wants it. You know, so, like, doing the background on this character, talking to different people close to him, I said, man, getting Shane Sykin, who, when you think about that Eagles run to the Super Bowl, they, their offense took a turn and went forward when Nick Sirianni gave a play call to Shane Sykin. When Shane Stacken took over the play calling, you saw the best of Jalen Hurts. Um, so I was very excited to see him walk into that offense 
And before the injury, right, week four, if you go back and watch the beginning of the season, Andy Richardson was on fire. Like, he was making plays with his arm. Um, I remember the, the Rams game. You got Aaron Donald on your back, and he throws a strike for a touchdown, falling forward. You know what I mean? And it's just the things that God has gifted him with physically that you can't give to anyone else. And I'm really excited to see what year two looks like with him healthy coming off of the, the AC joint sprain and um, surgery. But I was excited for, for him to be with Shane Steichen, Michael Pittman Jr., and, of course, um, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. How intriguing – based on the versatility he showed last year at Utah playing offense and defense is Sione Vaki uh, to NFL GMs and scouts across the league? Well, we always say the more you can do, the better, right? And I think with him, I, I love his running back tape. I think that he could be a legitimate starting running back in the league. He can catch the ball um, and everything. Again, being able to play both sides, that versatility where, you know, it's almost like a utility player in, like, baseball and basketball. Uh, but that's what I think Sione Vaki brings to to a team. And you just got to find out which role he feels best comfortable with and which role he feels that he can develop and grow into the the best to reach his ceiling. And from there, that's when if you're gonna that's what you want to draft, but you have a need in that position, whether it's running back, if he's willing to switch positions full time, or if it is safety. But you know, the thing about that safety background, he knows how to tackle, he knows he's good in space. And what does that translate to? Special teams, especially you know, so if he was to go and play running back or be a backup running back, second string, whatever, early on, he can give you some things on special teams, you know, as a gunner and, you know, punt and kick return, but also as, you know, as a safety, whether you pull him at the strong safety, give him some reps into the nickel, he's versatile in that way. So he's, he's a very intriguing player, and I expect GMs to feel the exact same way. Well, Damian, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you again, coming down the line, getting closer to that NFL draft, but uh, should be a fun one, and uh, appreciate it. Uh, and, again, appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks, Damian. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. There you go. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. NFL Combine is nearly here.